Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 268. I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought, what's really stressing me out is those racks and racks and racks of clothing. Attention, gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Hi there, it's Sue, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. This is the last of a special four-part series on business owners who've gotten creative to manage through the current times. Of course, as I continue talking with business owners, this will always be a topic that comes up. Times have changed and business will look different. I don't want you to think of this in a negative sense, though. This is an opportunity to try new things, to find even better ways to expand your reach and sell your product. That's what all four of these past guests have done. I'm so inspired by the ownership and control of your destiny that so many of you are exhibiting. And the solutions that are being devised are genius. It's also exciting to know that some of these concepts are working so well that they'll be incorporated into the plan long term. My goal for these four episodes are to spark ideas for you. If you're just starting out in your business, There are ways to attract customers or creative services to offer that you may not have considered yet. And if you're an established business, these examples may trigger another idea to use now or in the future. Speaking of established businesses, I've heard from a number of you asking how to get into Makers MBA. This program is created to take a brand new business dreamer from concept to profitable business in a proven step-by-step manner. But I'm hearing you because the truth is, even when you have a business up and running, things can get messy and important foundational elements like websites and email marketing can be forgotten or never set up in the first place. Because you're busy. And interestingly, we have many people who have gone through Makers MBA who were already in business, but wanted to join for just this reason. So I've created a new option for you. My established business listeners who've had your business up and running for two years or more. It's called Makers MBA Accelerator, and it fast tracks you to a specific area of your business that you know needs attention, but you haven't had the time to focus on it. If this sounds like something you'd be interested in, please head over to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash makers MBA. There you'll see a link for established businesses where I ask you a couple of questions and you can be in the Makers MBA Accelerator program quickly from there. Let's talk now about today's show. I've caught Vicki while her shop is still locked down. So not even social distancing in the store is happening for her yet. The pandemic left her with a couple of problems. The obvious, nobody can walk into her store. But Vicky also sells at large women's shows, and she's sitting on a lot of inventory that's going to be out of season in the next few months and could even be out of style if she held on to it to next year. 
So in true Vicky form, she found her solution in online shopping shows. She's going to walk you through exactly how she does this, what it's meant for her business, and no surprise, how she sees it continuing in the future. I can actually see all of us doing some version of this for our businesses too. Let's get into exactly how she does this. Today, I am so honored to have Vicki Adrian of Adrian's Boutique back on the show. She is one busy woman lately, so I am so, so happy that you're going to have the time to spend with us, Vicki. The craziness is all outside the office door. <laughs> there you go. So let me fill everyone in about you before we totally get started here. Vicki is a 38-plus-year veteran retailer in a tiny little farm town of only 1,200 people in the middle of Kansas. Adrian's Boutique has gone through many transformations over the years and is continuing to evolve and adjust to our new normal. Vicki is committed and very involved with store owners in the gift boutique industry and runs a select mastermind group of 12 stores from around the country. She also serves as vice president of Southwest Buying Group, a retail group with over 300 stores represented. Married to her Kansas farm boy for over 40 years, Vicki has two married adult children and four awesome grandchildren. Vicki, thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you. As you know, I listen to you all the time, and I just continue to be awed by what you're doing for all the crafters and the creators and the people out there. The bakers. <laughs> yes, all of them. <laughs> well, you know what? And especially right now, I feel like we all have to tap into where we have specialties and just do whatever we can be doing to help people, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's just such a crazy time. So Gift Biz listeners, if you want to hear Vicki's full story, you're going to have to go way back <laughs> in the Gift Biz archives to episode number 48, which was in March 2016. Wow. It's so crazy that it's so long ago. It is. Time flies. It sure does. But that's a great episode. So again, I would love for you guys all to go back and listen. But I also, since it's been so long, Vicki, I want to hear once again about your motivational candle because <laughs> maybe it's changed. Are you up for it? <laughs> I am. And you know, this may have been my quote back in the day because this has been my quote for a long, long time. And that is, Luck is where opportunity meets preparation. And I try to live by that all the time. But I have a quote for these times right now that we're in. And that is, it's living above my computer, right above my desk. And it is action over anxiety. And I am living that every single day. Every single day when I start to feel anxious, I just glance up and it's very fancy. It's on the back of an index card, a used index card at that. So, <laughs> Oh, you're so funny. So it does not look very creative, but action over anxiety is what we're working really hard to do. Yeah, just keep moving. And even better if that action is going to be able to help you out now and in the future. Absolutely. I think a lot of people naturally understood this idea of action because what did people do, right? As soon as this happened and we were all sent home, <laughs> that's how I like to say it, we were all sent home. Was What was everyone doing? Organizing. Some yes. type of action, movement, doing something. Absolutely. 
So I think you're absolutely right. And those of us who are working on trying to hold on to our businesses, what better than to take action in some area that we had never had time for before? (laughs) So we can come out of this existing, number one, as a business, and then even stronger as we go for the future. You're so right. I mean, we're trying to reinvent ourselves again. And like I said, we have reinvented ourselves over and over and over again in 38 years. And we're no longer selling little blue country ducks that we were selling when we first opened. And we've transformed. So why should this time be any different? We're just going to transform into whatever the new normal is, whatever our new reality is. And we don't have a clear picture of that at the end of the line, because as everything, business is constantly changing, no matter what business you're in. And so I think you have to take times like this as an opportunity to decide, make the decision that you're going to be here when it's over and then take whatever steps it takes to do that to work through whatever the system needs to be and to be creative, I think, too. Absolutely. I'm doing this four-part series now, trying to spark other people's ideas. Let's start with hearing a little bit about what has gone on with you the last three or four years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have continued to be in business. We've continued to grow here in our little town. We have added a lot of other fashion items that we had just dabbled in previously. We've now added shoes to our mix, done a lot more in jewelry, a lot more in clothing. We've added the Brighton line, which has been a big change for us. And so things were just rolling along in the gift world. We do gift, we do kids, we do gourmet foods, we do clothing, all kinds of accessories. And so it is always a busy time here at Adrian's. Yes, it is. And I hear the phone ringing in the background. And you know what? I think we're just going to let it roll because this is real life. You don't have as many people there working right now. And we've got to catch you while we can. And you have to work. So Gift Biz listeners, we're just going to let it roll this way. We're just going to let it go. I'm sorry. Yeah, because we will never finish (laughs) the podcast if we don't. So, And you know what? It's great to hear because there's action and activity happening over there. There is, definitely. So you've already adjusted. You've changed your product line a little bit. And then you continue within the apparel section, obviously, to adjust to trends and what you see people buying and not buying, you know, all that, all the fun stuff. So that's all happening. Things are going along as usual. And I want to remind people that Vicky is in a remote area. So... <laughs> I mean, I remember from our last conversations, people will take like a whole weekend day. They'll make it into a family trip to come and see you. Right. So anybody who's thinking that they're out in remote land and can't do the types of things that Vicki is talking about, I will suggest to you to reconsider. (laughs) Absolutely. We are a destination store, although I would say things have changed in that area as well. We're finding less like groups of ladies that will drive here from an hour and a half, two hours away, because I feel like that is, I mean, it hasn't gone away, but it has definitely lessened as more and more people are buying via the internet. And I talked to one of the gals in town that owns a little restaurant, and she says the same thing. I mean, it used to be like large groups of ladies would come. Now it's four to five to six ladies. And so that was already changing before this all happened. And so we were making adjustments there where we were getting more and more things online. 
but we certainly aren't, I would not consider us yet a true online store. We have lots of products on there, but we just keep adding daily to our online presence. And again, it's just another way of adjusting. So we were in the process of doing that over the last two years. Also, Sue, I don't know if I've talked to you since we started subscription boxes, because I think that was three years ago. And so we have built a subscription box business in addition to what we were already doing. I did not know about that. Briefly describe what's entailed with your subscription box. (laughs) Well, we had a friend, a really good friend, Gina Vineyard in Wyoming. And at the Atlanta market a couple of years ago or three years ago in January, she did a little workshop and it was to be on how to build a gift basket, which you're very familiar with. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's something that I just wasn't doing. And so she held a little 30 minute workshop for some stores from our mastermind group and a few other stores. And I came away with that thinking, huh, I could do gift boxes. I am never going to be artistic enough to do a gift basket. Never. (laughs) But I can definitely build a box. And I came home from Atlanta Market in January and said, we're going to do a February box. And our goal was to sell 24 boxes. And we ended up selling 144 boxes in February. This is in a turnaround time of about two and a half weeks. We pulled everything for those boxes off of our store shelves because I had only ordered enough things for 24 boxes. So everyone got different things in that box. I mean, it it was just crazy. So was it just kind of trust us with what's going to come, but it will all equal X value, something like that? Yes, we did a 50 to $60 value charged $42 for the box for a one-time purchase or 35 if they would become a subscriber. Our prices are still the same today. So that has all happened. And that helped us kickstart our Shopify platform where we were selling those online, mostly to our own customers, but it just made it easy for them to subscribe and have recurring invoicing and all of that kind of thing that it takes to do a subscription business. So that's all happened since I talked to you, but that could be a whole nother subject. Yeah, that could be a whole nother subject. But let me just ask you one thing about this and then we'll move on. Your current subscription boxes, are they still mystery box or are they specific products now? (laughs) This month, some of them are mystery boxes. (laughs) But (laughs) no, we purchase for the boxes at this point. And so we are purchasing right now. Our numbers are generally 168 boxes through the year, except like May and December. So Mother's Day, Valentine's Day is a big month. Mother's Day is big. And Christmas, of course, we do more than that. And so, I mean, it's just a new part of our business that we've worked in to keep our girls busy. And I love doing it. For me, it is a creative thing. I design all the cards that go in the boxes. I design the labels that go on top of the box and choose all the items that go in the box. Ooh, I'm going to go take a peek at those (laughs) boxes. (laughs) Yeah, you can look at them online and see what we're doing and morph it into whatever your business is. Wonderful. Okay, so now 2020 starts off, you're continuing going, you have all of this in place. And then what happens? And then COVID-19 hits. And I kept thinking, it's a city thing. It's an older person thing. You just think it's not going to affect you until the minute that it does. And I think the minute that it really hit me is one of the girls in our Southwest Buying Group. She's in the San Francisco area with seven stores. She had one hour to get out 
And she, as of this recording, has not been able to go back and even check on her stores. So I think of her and try to support her in any way that we can, because I know how our stores are our babies. Sure. (laughs) And to not be able to go in and just check on things. And I mean, to leave in one hour was crazy. Then I had a friend in Texas, in Arlington. She had two hours to get out. And we never faced that. We have always come in the back door, worked on the inside of the store. We're just not open to the public for walk-in traffic, but we have been able to actually do work inside our store. Now, a lot of our friends around the country who were in the situation where they could not go to their store are just being so creative with doing live fashion shows. One of our friends is doing live fashion shows from her guest room closet. (laughs) So there's a way to do it. It might be an unconventional way, but there's a way to do it. Right. You know, and I think the discrepancy here, too, is every town, especially when everything started, like we got a notice on Friday that all non-essential businesses had to be closed by Saturday at 5 p.m. So at least in our area, we had a little bit of planning. A little bit of notice. Way more than an hour, that's for sure. But then some people who are essential could still go in I was always able to come in as an essential worker because to fill online orders, we have to come in. Like I don't have all these rolls of ribbon and printers at my house to send (laughs) out. Right. So I was always luckily considered essential. But my heart goes out for people. Like I can't even imagine all this time not being able to be here, even if I wasn't conducting business, but just to check on things, inventory and like all of that. That's crazy. It is crazy. Hopefully, we're starting to see a turn here at the time that we're talking, and your show will be coming a couple weeks after this. So we'll see where we are at that point. But I do want to get into how creative you've been and what you've been working through in this time. But so tell us, okay, so this became real to you. You knew it was happening. What happened with Adrian's Boutique? Well, I started working really hard to be even more in touch with our emails and with our Facebook posts, trying to lead people to our website. And one night I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought, what's really stressing me out is those racks and racks and racks of clothing. I don't know if you'll remember from our previous interview, we also do retail shows, large women's retail shows. We do eight large shows a year. We had come off of two in February, but we still had product, I mean, quite a bit of product getting ready for our summer shows. So I have lots of clothing and that was just eating me up that how was I going to sell clothing? Because I think I had gone probably two weeks without selling a single item of clothing, not one. In the very beginning. In the beginning, when it was first hitting, because Clothing isn't something I focused on for our website, just because of all the sizes. Every brand runs differently. So that's not where our focus was to get clothing on our website. We were doing more gifts and gourmet and toys and baby and all that other things. Right. And I would say that you can confirm this because you're the expert, but this is the season for summer clothing to appear. Oh, Yes. So if you wait two, three months, people are going to be starting to look at end of summer, fall, Right. And you're going to have all that money stuck in inventory. Some fashion might not even be the style next year. Absolutely. I mean, fashion comes and goes and it had to come and go. So like I say, I woke up in the night and thought, 
we have got to do live fashion shows. And of course, I already follow a lot of the stores in our group. And there were a handful that were doing live fashion shows, such as the one I mentioned that was doing them from her guest room closet, walk-in closet. And I thought, okay, we do live every day anyways. We come on in the morning, we pop on at 9.45, we just do a show and tell of things in the store, maybe new arrivals. So our customers are used to seeing us almost daily. You were doing that before the virus hit. We started out doing twice a week, Wednesday and Saturday. And then we were adding this last first quarter of this year, we've been adding But we were pretty consistent. So we had built a clientele. Well, and that's perfect, too, because your employees are already there. So you can do like some just little interaction because it's what, just a few minutes before you actually open the doors during normal times. Right. We go at 945. We open at 10 o'clock. And so generally, we're done by 10 o'clock. We always do a giveaway to just keep people engaged. And so they were used to seeing us online in the morning. And that day... I just said, we're going to do a live show this afternoon. Have no idea how to do it. Have no idea how to organize it. But we did it. And that first week, I think our first one was on a Wednesday. I think we did three that week. And we've done three to four a week for the last three weeks. So you said I'm an expert. I am not an expert in this. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. But you have a system. Like, I didn't even know it until one day on the phone, I saw that you were live and I caught your show and tell. And I guess because my life is also adjusted differently right now, (laughs) because normally I don't have time to stop my day for these types of things. But I saw it, I looked and I'm like, what is she up to? (laughs) And then I saw your little question. And I think that was the one about are your toes flip flop ready? That was your challenge day. So that was the day. And I'm like, oh, she has a live show this afternoon, (laughs) one o'clock on the calendar. I'm going to check it out. But I had no idea. But that's how I found it. So that was a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago. And you had a system down. So you say you're not an expert and maybe you continue (laughs) to get better. But to me, it looked like you were just rolling. Well, I'm so glad it looks like that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also very casual, right? Like you have a couple of other people come in. You're going to tell us. Why am I telling? You get to tell what you're doing. (laughs) But I just think that this is brilliant. And now I understand even more Number one, why you have so many great things (laughs) to be selling, because it's all the things that you would have been bringing to the shows. But also, it's a very casual, fun, comfortable environment, but also a way for you to sell that inventory that you're not going to be able to sell unless you do it this way. This is almost the only way right now online. Right. It's just a whole new world. And I think it is going to remain this way even when we can officially open. So here's what I woke up thinking, Sue. I thought I can take uh, our store is 18 feet wide and a half a block long. So it is very difficult to set up displays. We just have not any room. But I woke up that morning and thought if I could get a paint tarp and hang it from the ceiling behind us, I just covered up clothes. I got a 12 foot by nine foot paint tarp. It was $17. We hung it from the ceiling, hung a wreath on it pulled a rolling rack of clothes in front of it, and we were live that afternoon. (laughs) So this is how crazy it happened. We already had a light ring that holds my cell phone to do the actual recording on, and I've had that for 
years. It's less than $100. So you're people that think, ah, I don't want to invest in this. It was less than $100. We do have a mic that we hung from ceiling clips so that the girls that were modeling, you can hear them and that you can hear me who's running the camera. We didn't do anything else. I mean, it was a paint tarp, a wreath, a rolling rack of clothes, and our light ring. Okay, so did you hear what Vicki did? She didn't put any barriers in her way. She worked with what she had. She got scrappy and went live that afternoon. I want you guys all to use this as an example of how to just turn things around, take action, and make things happen. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsor, but then after this, Vicki's going to go through and share with us everything she did to go live so that you can do this too. Yes, it's possible. Increase your sales without adding a single customer. How you ask? By offering personalization with your products. Wrap a cake box with a ribbon saying, happy 30th birthday, Annie. Or add a special message and date to wedding or party favors for an extra meaningful touch. Where else can you get customization with a creatively spelled name or find packaging that includes a saying whose meaning is known to a select two? Not only are customers willing to pay for these special touches, they'll tell their friends and word will spread about your company and products. You can create personalized ribbons and labels in seconds. Make just one or thousands without waiting weeks or having to spend money to order yards and yards. Print words in any language or font. Add logos, images, even photos. Perfect for branding or adding ingredient and flavor labels too. For more information, go to theribbonprintcompany.com. But I'm not sure where you want me to start with our processes or how we're doing it or the system. I want to know everything. I'm going to get everything <laughs> from you today, Vicki. But I'll ask you questions of things that are coming to mind first. Okay. So you go on in the morning, you do the teaser. You ask a question, do a giveaway. So you're kind of reminding everybody that there's going to be a fashion show in the afternoon. Yes. But it's not always only clothes either. You do right. jewelry and bags and Mother's Day things and kids things, like all different types of things. How do you decide how long it should be? <laughs> we have no parameters. We have had one that went three hours and we still had 70 people at the end of three hours. It's crazy. Well, and people probably jump on, jump off if they have to come back on. Yeah, they jump on and jump off. And I just finally decided we're very real, as you can tell by the phone ringing off the hook. The girls, I know one of our girls said, oh, don't post a picture of me without my shoes on. You know, we'd posted a picture of them doing the fashion show and she had no shoes on because she was changing clothes so fast. It is very real, and our customers know who we are. We're not trying to be anyone else. We cannot be the home shopping network. We cannot be super professional. We try to be very clear. We try to give great feedback on, especially on clothing, as if they fit slim, if they're blousey, what the fabric content is. We try to give them as much information as possible because they can't try on the clothes. And so we have two models, one who's very petite and then one who is less petite. And sometimes they put on the same thing so that you can see it on different body types. And I think that is really fun. And share with us who they are. Sandy and Patty. And Sandy is my right-hand man here. She does all kinds of things. In fact, today she'll be doing a cooking show at 1 p.m. because we don't have a fashion show today. So uh, you never know what's going to be happening here. And then Patty is a school teacher who is not 
physically teaching school right now, but she helps us for years on Saturdays. And so our customers already know her and they know Sandy well, and they know me. So twice a week, Patty is here to do it with Sandy. And then the other days, Sandy and I do it. And sometimes we have a camera person, but most of the time we don't. We just have to let the comments roll and we come back and check them. So even if you're by yourself, you can totally do this. It just takes a little ingenuity to get it done, but you definitely can do this. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that I think is just hysterical, and Patty does this more than Sandy, is she'll reach out to somebody who's watching and say, (laughs) Jennifer, this outfit would be great for you. (laughs) Well, she's a school teacher. She'll go like, us busty women, this is perfect for, like, she'll call someone, Jennifer, take a look at this. This one would be great for you, (laughs) right? Well, again, you're not going to get that on Home Shopping Network. I mean, Patty has taught school here for 20 years, 25 years years. She knows everyone. She knows everyone. And she does this on Saturdays when she works here. She's like, this would look good on you. And she'll pull something off the rack and get them to try it on. Well, I have to tell you, it's not just like pulling up an outfit saying what it is. I mean, there's comedy and conversation and who wants to see this on and which color should I put on of this? Like it's a riot. But it is also I'm going to call it friendly professional. Thank you. I like that. You're still, you're showing what sizes, that you talk about who the designer is, what the fabric is, the descriptions are great, but it's also very comfortable and fun. So anyway, so enough <laughs> that we could just chat about that all day because can you tell I'm a fan? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. guys enjoy doing it, it sounds like. We love it. It comes through. It for sure comes through. All right. So share with us. So most people now are going to go and watch. I'm just going to say that, (laughs) but (laughs) haven't yet. So share with us your process and how this works. If you were just describe to somebody for them to be able to do it themselves, like with the numbers and like how you do the all the magic. Okay, so I did the first couple of shows without any programs running in the background. They were nightmares. I'll just have to be honest. We had over, we'll have three to 600 to 700 comments. And the first couple of shows, I was going back line by line by line with a ruler trying to figure out who bought which item, who got it first. Nightmare. And so I just started Googling programs to run live fashion shows. And one of the ones that came up is called loyalshops.com. Loyalshops.com. And they have a program called Live Assist, and it is $9.99 a month. And I was never so happy to sign up for something ever because it gives you a live comment feature that you can download. And I know now know exactly who got each item first. It also gives you a sales history of who got which items in alphabetical order. So I can go through, I can print that out at the end of a show, invoice all of those people, and I invoice them on Square. You can do PayPal. Some people have a way they can do that through their own store POS system. But we use Square because that's what we use to ring up people at all of our shows. So I'm very familiar with Square. So the process is the prep for the show would be the first thing. And I think the first thing is we decide on what the theme is going to be. So this last week, we did one called Feeling Blue. And we picked all kinds of blue clothing. We had Judy blue jeans, all other kinds of jeans as well. We did blue tops, blue camis. 
We had shades of blue handbags, and then we had complementary colors, things that would be a mix that would have a little blue in it. It was a beautiful show. It was just a really fun show. We're going to be doing one called Tickled Pink, and kind of the same thing. We're going to be choosing things with a theme. And the reason I choose the theme first is it helps us to narrow down what's going to be in that day's show. Because it really can get overwhelming when you look at an entire store full of product and you're just thinking, oh, I'm going to willy-nilly pick items. This gives it some parameters to choose wisely. Yeah, and there's some cohesiveness for the viewer, too. Sure. It adds another layer on top. It does. We did do Wild Wednesday, which is where we had kind of a mishy-mashy of things. We had a lot of animal print, but as you know, people either love or don't love animal print. So I wanted to have things that were not just animal print on that show. That was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, I'm still waiting to see if I got what I chose. We'll go through the buyer thing because we need to tell everybody how they can choose too. Well, this is true. You keep going in your prep. Okay, so I'm just trying to think through it in order. So we prep for our show. We pull a rack out and we put all the clothing on the rack. We try to get it in size order and that it makes sense. So we'll have tops that will go with a pair of pants and then or a consistent like everything is honey me or everything is Ethel for a little while just because of all the sizing and how different it runs. So we organize our rack and then we usually have a table or two of other products and we arrange that in the order that we're going to be showing it. That's kind of what our prep is. Next, we ordered numbered hang tags from Amazon. And in the beginning, we were doing index cards, writing numbers on it, slitting it with a paper clip and putting it on each hanger. Let me tell you, that is not the way to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So we number every item. Then I open up a Google Doc and I make a spreadsheet that has the item number, the description, the size, the price, and what the sale price is going to be if it is on sale. And so we have a, a full Google Doc with every item in it. Then we do the show and we go in number order, of course. We try to break it up where we'll have some clothes and then maybe a half a rack of clothes and then items from a table and then the other half of the rack of clothes and try to keep it interesting for our customers to keep watching. It's been anywhere from an hour and a half to three hours, which is just nuts because I can't even sit still that long. <laughs> but our customers, like you said, they jump in, they jump out, they have to take a phone call. All of these things are happening while the shows are going on. So right. once the show is over, we have these racks that have all the numbered items on it. I come back into the office, run a report of what has sold. Then I go through the invoicing process. And at this point, I am still doing all of this because we're down to two people basically working at a time. And so my goal is to have them invoiced within 24 hours. And we ask them to pay within 24 hours so that we can pick and pack that order and ship it out the door so that we can free up our racks for the next shows. And so we have quite a few racks that we're moving in and out all the time. Oh, I can only imagine. I wish I could give you a visual of this because our store is a retail store with beautiful displays. And now it is all the aisles are filled with these racks of clothes numbered. You could not walk in here if you tried. Well, that's what I was just going to say is it's probably a good thing you're not open right now. Right. It's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> it's a disaster with products that have sold. 
Right. So, not so bad. <laughs> but it is. It just looks like a bomb went off in the store, even though it's organized chaos. But we know where each day's group of items is. You have a system because if you didn't, we have a system. it would be a nightmare. And you probably go from the latest show up to the most current show. So you just keep processing in time, right? Absolutely. So then you ship it out. And then if somebody doesn't pay within 24 hours, they've kind of forfeited their product. They lost it. And then do you go to the next person in line who had requested it, who might not have gotten the product if there is somebody? Yes. So with Loyal Shops, it tells you who got it. And then it gives you a second place and a third place. We don't go farther than third place because either the first person or the second person is always going to get it. So how does somebody get it? Let's go through that. So if I'm a viewer, I'm watching Mm -hmm. and I see Patty in this really cute dress Mm -hmm. and I want that dress. What do I need to do to be on the list and hopefully first? Well, you have to type fast and you type the word sold with a space then the item number, then a space, and then your correct email address. And that puts it in the system. And so whoever does that first for that item is going to get that item. And it pops up on my computer with a blue ribbon that says, congratulations, Sue got item 165. And it might pop up with a second name with a red ribbon, letting them know that they're in second place. So if Sue does not pay her invoice within 24 hours, it's going to go to the next person. Got it. Okay. And so the sold space number and every number, like if there are three or four different sizes, each piece gets its own number. Each piece gets its own number. Right. And then the email is so that you can contact somebody. Right. Well, we have to be able to invoice them through email And it's just the way the system works. So we have to have that for each item. You can't make multiple purchases on one comment. Right. So if you're making multiple purchases, like I did that one day, Mm -hmm. you have to enter it for each purchase with me, which makes it on your end nice and clean. And obviously, that's then what triggers your system too. Right. Our robot, which we talk about Rob a lot, our robot we have to speak in his language. And so it just has to be done that way. And so we will tell people on live, if they just write sold and their email, they're not going to get anything. So we're watching that live as it's going through. And we're constantly talking to our customer as the comments are rolling in. Right. Well, you say hi to people who are just coming in that you see who are there. Oh, yeah. And I think you do periodically remind people how they need to do it. What if you don't put in your email? What if you just say sold and the number? If I know the person personally, I can go into our store system and look up their email. But a lot of times, maybe they have a different email that's their most current email. So that does not work well. I do get a record of like blooper kind of comments. Mm -hmm. And so we do our best. But if it's not done in the language of the robot, it's very difficult trying to do this manually would be a nightmare because I'm just thinking like you're going through, gosh, it's got to be probably 200 products a show, something like that. Is it maybe even more? Oh, yeah. Two to 300, sometimes even more. Crazy. Crazy. 
But so now that you've done this for a while, so you have how many shows under your belt? Like three this? weeks. <laughs> All right. So that's 12, 15 shows, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So now you have a system. Are you feeling more comfortable? And I know it's still time consuming, not just doing the show, but then all the back end and fulfillment of all the orders. But do you guys feel like you're in the groove now? We are somewhat in the groove. I know there's areas to improve. And I think, Sue, that you know me well enough to know that I love to dig in. Like if I'm going to use a program, I want to understand that program all the way through. With Loyal Shops, I'm sure they have all kinds of other things that I could be using that would even make it easier. But I haven't had a single second to even dig into that to see if I can maximize that program. Right now, I really need to hire someone to help me invoice and ship because I'm in here till nine o'clock at night. I'm here by seven in the morning trying to just keep it all going. And here's the difference. In the old days from six weeks ago or two months ago, people walked into the store, they browsed around, they picked what they wanted. We rung them up. We maybe gift wrapped 40, 50% of the items. They went out the door and that was it. Now we prep for every show. We number every item. We put everything in a spreadsheet. We go live. We have the people, our girls here to go live. We do the live show. Then we come in, run the reports, invoice everyone, wait for those invoices to be paid pick, pack, and ship the orders. So it is very labor intensive. And I just don't want to put it out there that, oh, this is so easy and it's great and everyone should do it. I think that you should do it with your eyes wide open. It is a great way to stay in touch with your customers. And I think it is the future in a lot of retail is it's taking it online one more step. And it's that personal touch. It's that uh, relationship you have with your customers that is just done in a new way. Absolutely. And I'm also going to suggest that other people who in the past have relied on shows, maybe you do have your website, maybe you sell pampering products you don't have just one off of everything because you make your soaps or your lotions. Right. So their adjustment of your plan might be a little less cumbersome than what you're right. having to do. So think for yourself what your product is, if this could make sense, because I see this as an excellent opportunity for you to keep your business open, attracting new customers, all of that, even if you don't have a brick and mortar shop like Adrian's Boutique is, right? Right. But Vicki, the other thing, like I'm thinking of the pros of all of this, besides the obvious that you're still selling and you're not just shuttered, <laughs> but also right. often in the shows, I'm seeing that you have one of something. So I'm guessing that's something that hasn't sold from either a past show or is just inventory that you had. So I'm thinking this is a great way to clear out some things that maybe haven't been moving either. Oh, Absolutely. There are many things that we would have only one of. A lot of them would be things that we took to the first two shows we had this year, and we still had that one remaining piece. Many of the things that we've been showing, no customers have seen it in our store because they would have come in right before this all happened. And now it's brand new merchandise that our customers haven't seen except on the live show. So Yes, it has been a great way to move not only existing product, but our new product as well. Is there any advice now that you are experienced? You may not say you are, but I'm calling <laughs> you experienced. Are there any other tips besides the ones that you've already given us for someone who would be starting out and trying to do this? I would just say that just try it. Start 
I mean, maybe not start with 100 items, but start with 30 or 40 or even less if you think that that's too much. Start with that. Start small and just do it. I have a great friend in Texas. She was doing a live happy hour about 530 to 6 every evening showing all these products. And I just said, oh my, you need to sell them. Just let people comment. Don't worry about having a big system in place. Just let people comment and go through the comments. And she was shocked (laughs) because here she was putting in all the time of the show and tells instead of a show and sell. And all of those, I mean, she sold a lot of product. Oh, that's really, really good advice. So you're doing this all on your Facebook page? Yes. Okay, so Facebook page, and then do you share it over to your personal page? Do you have anybody else sharing? Or... <laughs> Why are you laughing? That'd be <laughs> a really good idea, Sue. <laughs> you know, I would say there's so many things that I could do to make this even better. But we're just in the midst. I mean, you are literally getting us as we're learning every day different things to do. I will throw in a tip I just thought of, though, because I think it's really important. And that is, we also have a texting club, and our customers are used to getting a text from us at least once a week. And we try not to bother them with like a text every day, but we do go live at least once a week. We go live, then I have a text pre-written, and I grab the link from my live Facebook page, use bit.ly to shorten that link and just pop that into my text message. So within two minutes of going live, my customers are getting a text saying, join us live right now. And I think that is a great way to grow it. And this isn't for just the show and tell this is for the real show or the long show or both. Oh, this is show and sell the long show. Yep. Only for the long show. Okay. Like I say, I don't want to overtext our customers, but especially on the Wednesday and Saturday shows, which tend to be longer shows, I want them to just be able to click a button, click that link and join us live right now. They don't have to go to our Facebook page. They don't have to do anything except click one link. Got it. Okay. So overall, successful? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Definitely successful as far as moving out product, existing product, because, you know, right now we don't have product coming in. And then the other thing is just building a relationship with people that we have never, they're not in our system. They have never shopped with us before. We've had people from all over the country, including this chick from Chicago. (laughs) That would be me. (laughs) That have bought things. And so I think it's opening up some new avenues for us, especially being in a small rural community where our supply of new customers is somewhat limited. I'm not going to say it's not possible, but when you've been here as long as we have, most people have shopped here. (laughs) They're on our list. So this is a way to grow outside our own geographical area. How do you think they found you? We have no idea. I have not done Like I say, these all fall into things that I would love to do, but I haven't had time. Yeah, no, I'm not faulting. I'm just curious. No, I don't know. I don't know how they found us. I don't know if someone tagged them or if they're just searching live fashion shows. I have no idea because we have not done any advertising whatsoever. Maybe you could tell people to share it out. We do that. We do ask them to share it out. So that could be where it's coming from. There could be a few, but yeah, I don't know. Well... 
doesn't matter right now. <laughs> you know, like you can't <laughs> no. do everything, right? And as long as it's working for you, let it roll. <laughs> That's right. So when things get back to whatever our new normal is going to be, do you think you'll continue with these lives? I think the lives will continue in some form. I'm not sure how that's going to look. Probably not three times a week. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, it just depends on the team that we have in place, how we can use our facility better, because I can see doing this going forward. It is a totally different way to do business. But like I said, we've been transforming for 38 years now, and we're going to continue to transform. People are loving it. And yeah, I don't have the answer to that question. I really, truly don't. I'm trying to work it out in my head, but I know we'll be doing it at least through next week before we can sort of open. <laughs> so we'll see. Right. Well, and some version of this, perhaps. Maybe not exactly this, but some version of it. You're seeing enough value, it sounds like, that this is something to keep on the table for the future. Oh, absolutely. And I knew before this started, I knew that's the direction we wanted to go. We experimented a little bit in October, November. We did a couple of live sales, but we just did not have a system in place. And so it was much more difficult. Mm -hmm. Well, you were already sensing and understanding that you needed to shift more online, but this is the perfect option instead of like you're <laughs> saying, you know, every single time you get a new outfit in, you're going to put it online. Like Absolutely. think how cumbersome that would be. Yeah. So this is the perfect solution to that. Yeah. And I think that customers don't want to, especially with the fashion items, they don't want to wear what everyone else is wearing. They want their own unique look. And we rarely ever get an item back into our stock that's the same item. And so people are getting a chance to just get these one and onlys, or maybe I only got four of an item and two sold in Oklahoma, and I have two left. It's a fun way to stay unique. Yeah, for sure. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I sat on one of your three hour shows, like I had my phone, I had the sold word ready to go. So I could pop in that number. And I had to also do some other work on the side. And so like, what? I was juggling, I was trying, well, oh, believe me, I didn't get much done, but I tried. <laughs> so because I wanted to be ready when I saw what I wanted, boy. And I will say your turnaround was unbelievable. Well, we try really hard. I think I was on last, yeah, I was on last week's Wednesday. I think it was the Wednesday one. Okay. And I had my items Monday. Oh, wow. Good. So, yeah, I had my invoice Thursday. I paid that baby right away so I didn't lose yeah. my things and I had my stuff yeah. on Monday. Too bad I can't <laughs> wear it yet because it's all for the summer. It's too cold. But that's coming. <laughs> that's coming. Oh, my. Any final inspirational words for our listeners? on what oh, you're my. doing and ideas for them or comments for them about someone who's just going through the same time with you, with all of us, actually. Well, I really think that you bring your own energy every single day. And if you, you've got to give yourself a pep talk, if you're just down in the dumps, <laughs> it goes back to that action over anxiety, do something, it might fail but then do something else. Do something. Be in touch with your customers. This is a great time to be emailing them about maybe things that you have in your store that have been there for a while, but you haven't really highlighted it. This is a great time to do that. Do some creative things like we've had Sandy doing a cooking show. She loves to cook. 
she ran a restaurant, a small little like uh, diner for many years. And so we've been having her doing a cooking show on Thursdays. And that started before we were doing the live shows. But we kept it because it's a great way to just connect with our customers. We're not trying to sell them anything at all. We're just there to have fun. We always tell people, grab your favorite frosty beverage and learn something new. Find something new to make for dinner. She did a little series on all those pantry items like cream of mushroom soup that you bought and cleared all the shelves of. What are you going to do with that stuff now that it's in your pantry? Because it's probably not the way you're normally cooking. So she went back to uh, a blast from the past and did some of her mom's recipes with canned goods and shelf items. And they were delicious. So I would say whatever you're doing, you know, if you're a baker, show how to make your famous cookies, show how to frost a cake. If you do crafts, show how you're making masks for people, but show what you're doing and just talk to your customers through the live platform, which is so awesome to use right here on Facebook. And I love what you just said. It's not with the intent of selling, but just staying connected. You you have the other things you're doing for selling, but this is a whole nother way of using live just to stay connected. Absolutely. That was our original goal. We keep telling our customers, we want to be here when this is over. And so we're just reaching out. We're just saying hi. And we let them know that we're here to help them with anything we possibly can. And just remind them that that we're still here. And you've done a further extension of that today by helping us understand what you're doing. And if as listeners, if any of you pick up with this and experiment and actually do this for yourself, will you let Vicki and I know? Oh, yes. That would yes. be so fun to see and understand. <laughs> and maybe we'll come on and watch what you're doing as well. Absolutely. And as always, they can call me. I mean, I am here. (laughs) Your phone rings, podcast recording and all. (laughs) My phone rings. Yes. And but I love to talk to other retailers about what they're doing. It's how we get ideas and our mastermind group, which you came on and spoke to our at our mastermind summit a couple of years ago, which was so, so nice of you. That was so fun. I would do that again. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our summit had to be postponed this year. So we were supposed to be in Colorado for this year's summit. But anyways, form your own group, collaborate with other store owners from around the country and keep going. Just keep on keeping on. Absolutely. And I think that's a great place to end because we all have to keep on keeping on. (laughs) Thank you again so much for being here, Vicki. You're so welcome. Thanks for inviting me and we'll look forward to seeing you pop up again on our Facebook Live. Oh, you know that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The magic words. Sold. Item number. Email. I just love how Vicky moved into this new way of selling without hesitation. She could have put up all sorts of excuses. The shop doesn't have an acceptable background for video. I don't have the right equipment. Or I don't know how to do this. Remember how she said she just jumped right in and is perfecting it as she goes? What I really want you to remember is it wasn't perfect, but Vicky was still selling product. The key is she got started. So I want you to think this through for yourself. You can make what Vicki does into your own version of a shopping show. And if you do, please let us know over in the Facebook group. 
Gift Biz Breeze. That way we can all be there to support you. Up next week, we're talking SEO. Yep, the -the behind-the-scenes magic that comes with search engine optimization. One thing we've all learned these past few months is how important our websites are. Now let's get yours working on SuperDrive. I've learned a lot during this interview and can't wait to share it with you too. See you next Monday. And oh, when you subscribe to the show, it automatically downloads to your phone. Why don't you do that now so it's ready and waiting for you? All right, I'll see you next week. Bye for now. I want to make sure you're familiar with my free Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. It's a place where we all gather and are a community to support each other. I've got a really fun post in there that's my favorite of the week, I have to say, where I invite all of you to share what you're doing, to show pictures of your product, to show what you're working on for the week, to get reaction from other people, and just for fun because we all get to see the wonderful products that everybody in the community is making my favorite post every single week, without doubt. Wait, what? Aren't you part of the group already? If not, make sure to jump over to Facebook and search for the group Gift Biz Breeze. Don't delay. Come join us in Gift Biz Breeze. Today, 